You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up? You're listening to 5 Tip Friday. This episode could seriously save your relationship. I know that relationships are difficult. They're really, really hard. It's hard enough to manage money on your own, but when you have another party involved and then you have kids and all this crazy stuff, it can get a little bit overwhelming. However, it doesn't need to be that way. There's a lot of really great things that can happen when you work together as a couple to better your financial life. When you go together, you can go really, really far. Now, if you're single and you're like, well, damn, that means I can't go far. Yes, you still can, my friend. You still can because that is my situation too, and it still works. But today we're going to be talking about specifically couples and money, and more importantly, how do you have those conversations with your partner? So let's go ahead and dive in. The first step that you have to take when it comes to understanding where your partner's coming from is you have to know their money story. How was money talked about when they were a kid? Was it a stressful thing? Was it a point in contention? Was it always something where, I don't know, maybe the one of the, the parents just blew through money and the other parent was really good at saving and what were the different roles? All of that stuff matters because that plays at a subconscious level of what we have expectations in our relationship sometimes. Now, I'm not saying it has to stay that way, but sometimes if you don't acknowledge that, you don't understand that we do have subconscious beliefs of how relationships should be. And if you don't like that, you can change it. That's the beautiful thing. But you have to understand where your partner's coming from and they have to understand where you're coming from as well. Now, I think one of the coolest pieces about being in a relationship and handling money together is the ability to divide and conquer. You don't both have to be doing the same roles. You don't both have to be the CEO. You don't both have to be the CFO. Both of you don't need to be doing the marketing. So you can view your personal finances as a business and start to say, you know what? You tend to be more of the money nerd. I'm going to let you create the budget and track the spending, but we're going to do this together. And then at the end of the week, each of us are going to have goals and we're going to have very, very specific rules and we're going to divide and conquer. Maybe you're going to do some research on life planning this time and I'm going to do some research on what's the best solo 401k or retirement account for our business. You can divide and conquer. And I think that is a very, very powerful thing for couples. Now that leads me into my third tip, which is to set weekly goals together. I kind of talked about this in the previous tip. Make sure that you are setting down and you are setting goals together. A monthly budget's amazing. That gives you a bigger picture of where you're headed. But that weekly breakdown of, hey, this is our spending targets for the week, that needs to be communicated with both parties. And I think those should be done together. So if one person thinks that the grocery shopping for the week needs to be $125 and the other person's not on board, it's going to make it really, really challenging. So you have to communicate. What are the weekly goals? What are we working towards? Is money a little tight this week? Great. We need to know how we can get on track. 
super, super important, which leads me to my next tip. I think for some of these really difficult conversations, of course, if you can afford a counselor or a therapist or somebody to even like mediate some of these conversations, I think that's amazing. But if you can't, if you're the average person like me who doesn't necessarily bring in a counselor every time there's a hard or difficult conversation, one of my favorite tips is to go meet at a restaurant or a coffee shop with your partner. That's when you have those conversations because you guys are each on your best game because you don't want people to think you're a total jerk. So you're going to be nicer to each other. You're not going to blow up as much and it's going to allow you to have a more filtered conversation and respect each other from a different lens because for some stupid reason, we are more self-conscious about how we appear to strangers than we are to each other sometimes. As unfortunate as that is, I know that's me and it might be you too. So definitely have some of those difficult conversations in a public setting. And my last tip and probably one of the most important tips is when you have a partner, when you're in a relationship, you have this really amazing ability to kind of have checks and balances. So here's what I mean by that. Maybe you're looking at your eating out budget and you only have $20 for the entire week. Hey, you've got goals, man. And eating out is not going to be part of your plan right now. So you only have $20. Now you look at your partner and one night it's Friday night. You're like, oh, I'm so freaking tired. I'd rather just go out to eat. Let's just go out to eat. You're suggesting that you are, in this case, the bad cop. Now, the next person needs to be the good cop. You have to play these different roles with each other. Now, your partner, if they see you taking a stance, is to be the devil's advocate, the good cop, bad cop, whatever side they're on, and challenge that and say, you know what? What if instead we just went through our fridge and our freezer and just found something to eat here? We already have some leftovers. I know it's not fun, but don't you think maybe that makes better financial sense? When you both are challenging each other for the greater good, the goal that you're working towards together, you will find success. Tony and I have to do this all the time. There are times where I'm like, dude, I'm freaking tired. Let's just order a pizza and sit on the couch and watch some Netflix. Like this is literally like hashtag dream life for me. And Tony will have to say, hey, do you really think that's the best use of our time? We really want to buy some real estate. Don't you think that money would be better spent there? And I'm like, oh, damn you, Tony, you're right. But he does the same thing for me. I do the same thing for him. It keeps us in line majority of the time. So I highly recommend talking about that in a restaurant first and then saying, okay, here's the thing. We're always going to play devil's advocate. Anytime I suggest something, you're going to always play the opposite role and that will help you. I promise. All right. These are just a few tips that I personally love to do with Tony and in my relationship. And I find it works for a lot of couples too. So if you resonate with this, then leave me a five-star review and leave a little comment telling me what specifically resonated with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're having an awesome Friday and I will see you next week for another episode of the Money Nerds Podcast. Bye.